Tales That Need To Be Told presents The Tehuacan Bridge by Vladimir Tellez This story happened to me about 25 years ago. After all this time I have not found an explanation. Maybe someone from the Unicorns Club can help me understand what really happened. Now I live in Mexico City, but when this happened I live in Puebla, in a place named Tehuacan. I was never a good student, but I did what I could. I spent most of the time relaxing with my friends and my girlfriend. Back then, I spent all day outside. It was not like I have a lot of demands with my family, perhaps because they knew that we were not bad boys. There was not much to do in my town. We didn't used to drink, we were just kids spending the day walking around and playing near the river. We did the usual nonsense things for these times, when it was not common to have cell phones or video games, we were just playing around. But one night, when I was returning home, it was not so late, it would have been approximately 10 at night, and it was moderately light. To get where I lived, I had to cross the river by the bridge. The river was not deep, but it was full of mud, so it was better to cross by the bridge. If you don't know the place, you could say it's a little scary. These are old bridges with arches and donuts, but it was my everyday route and I was used to it. But that night was different. While I was passing near the bridge, I started to hear some small louds like children. They seemed to come from under the bridge. That seemed strange to me. It was late and dark enough for the children to be playing in the river. So I decided to look out to see if I knew who the kids were. You know, I was a teenager who wanted to feel like an adult and discipline them. But when I turned around to see, there was nobody. I looked out from the other side. Those who know the river know that the bridges are too small for anyone to hide. But I keep hearing louds and kids splashing just below where I was. It was frustrating not to knowing where those noises came from. I start to get scared, but I check again. I look under the bridge from the both sides trying to make as less noise as possible, but I didn't see anything. I decide to hurry and go home. Maybe someone braver than me will have come down to check, but I'm not that kind of people. I didn't want to find out more, so I start to walking. I only have about two steps left to completely cross the bridge. And just at that moment, terrible screams began to be heard, as if someone had done something to the children. Without thinking, I turned again, but there was still nothing. I didn't stop, just went on my way and ran home, scared. But when I get there, to my home, as expected, nobody believed me. But the story doesn't end there. The next day, I asked Joaquin, my friend and neighbor, to go together. I told him what happened to me, and he made fun of me. I don't judge him, I would have done it too if I were in his place. He said that surely someone made me a joke, regardless that he didn't believe my story, he walked me home. Several weeks passed, and nothing happened. But I assume it was safe as long as I was not alone. I suppose that Joaquin was getting tired of me. So when it was a month after I heard the sounds, Joaquin and I were going home together. 
That night, he was especially annoying with his jokes and mean commentaries, but I prefer that than walk alone. When we reached the bridge, in that moment, it happened again. We start to hear those louds, as if we were listening to children. At first I thought that this time it was a joke on his part, but I saw him and he was pale. He turned to me and seemed like he was saying, do you hear it too? We looked down the bridge, first together and then one on each side. We couldn't find anything. We didn't see where those louds could come from, but they were louder. I said to Joaquin, let's go, another day in an earlier hour, we can see what is happening. We were about to begin to walk, but he fell down right in front of me. Someone had tied his shoelace. It was an impossible thing, no one knows how it could have happened. It was on the floor, trying to untie the knot, but then he hit my leg. I saw him looking towards the floor. With fear, I slowly turned around to see what he was watching. There were four tiny silhouettes on the bridge. They didn't look like children. It was rather as if we saw people, very, very tiny people. They were no more than one foot high. They moved as if they were making fun of us. And we listened to their louder. Joaquin didn't stop to untie his shoelace. He simply took off his tiny shoes, took them with one hand and leaned on me to stand up. The two of us almost unconsciously continued to see those figures. While we looked, took a small step backwards. Then Joaquin pulled me and we started to run. We went to get out of that place at that moment, but once again, just two steps before crossing the bridge, we heard it again. It was a terrifying scream, as if we were doing something horrible to some children or whatever those creatures were. And once again, without thinking or even without wanting, something inside of us made us turn and see. We were frozen. We saw that all of the little silhouettes were lying on the floor of the bridge, as if something had attacked them. Only one remained standing, with his small loud. I didn't know what to do, but Joaquin pulled me to get off of the bridge and we ran, we ran without turning around. We didn't stop until we reached our street. Our families and our friends didn't believe us, they thought that we were crazy, but they never checked. No one wanted to go to the bridge. All that they said was that we should return home earlier. Hello creatures of different hates, thanks for joining us in Tales That Need To Be Told. We must thank Vladimir Tejas for sending it, and thanks to Irlanda Ochoa for helping me to translate it. What do you think about this tale? What do you think these little things have been? There are creatures that live in the darkness, that seem to emerge from the deep of our nightmares. Perhaps they were the famous goblins. Well, in this case, apparently, they are famous. Because while I was looking for some images to illustrate the video, I discovered that this is not the only case in Tehuacán, Puebla. There is a legend I extract from the local newspaper, El Sol de Puebla. 
The Goblin Bridge, local legend. On one of the roads in the municipality of Tehuacan, in the state of Puebla, there is a stone bridge that contains a legend, the Bridge of the Goblins. The bridge is believed to be dominated by goblins, goblins who attract their victims and drag them underneath their structure without leaving a trace of them. It is said that a man managed to get out, so thanks to him, a little more is known about this myth. The story said that one winter night a peasant, while living a party, began to feel very cold, so he looked for some logs to make a bonfire. The wood was very close to the bridge of the goblins. The man approached the place and grabbed a couple of logs. As he walked back, he heard the loud cackling of a hen, and he began to follow it, because he was also hungry. Despite the fact that the chicken was walking at a slow speed, the man was unable to reach it, and it led him to one end of the bridge. The man decided to cross the bridge at full speed, hoping to pass without problem. Being just half away, he felt the structure collapse. At that moment, the big chicken transformed into a goblin that dragged him down the bridge. The man began to pray, which caused the goblin to start making a very loud noise and gradually move away. After that event, the man ran quickly, until he passed out. Upon awaking, he thought that it had been an hallucination, but his suit was covered in blood-drenched white feathers. But there is another version where our alcoholic peasant was named Hilario, and it has a few differences. At the look on chasing the hen under the bridge, our friend Hilario found an army of goblins rolling to fits. They stood out the poor hen with her claws and teeth. They snatched pieces between him and made a big scandal. Noticing his presence, the goblins turned on Hilario, who ran terrified until he left behind. But that didn't prevent him from feeling an intense pain in his legs, which was caused by the scratches and bite of the ferocious goblins. The next day, Hilario woke up at his house, thinking that it had all been a terrible nightmare. But when he tried to stand up, he again felt the pain in his ankles, which were hurted and full of blood. Tell me in the comments, do you believe in this strange creature of the darkness? This is not a show to know whether or not they are real. What we want, what strikes us, our foot, is your stories, the tales that are known through the worlds. So we would like you to send your stories to tales at ernestodelavega.com. You can even send me a voice note if you want. I remind you, if you want to support this podcast, you can do it by subscribing at youtube.com slash Ernesto H. De La Vega. Click on the bell to be notified whenever I upload a video. Leave a comment, interact, let YouTube know that you like this content. And please share it with the YouTube or Spotify link. To those who want to financially support this podcast, you can do it by patreon.com slash Ernesto de la Vega, or there are other links in the description. If you support me, your name will appear at the end of the month videos. You will be next to Damian, who is our only current Patreon. 
We also invite you to join to our Facebook group, The Unicorns Club. It has an S because the URL was already assignated. Thank you so much for joining us in Tales That Need To Be Told. See you in the next podcast. I am Ernesto de la Vega.